So hello, Lorraine. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Looking forward to it. All right. So we've talked a lot. We actually probably, you probably know a lot more about me than most people that come on the show, which I don't know if I like that or not, but it's the truth. I won't tell. Um, I won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did sign that agreement, right? <laughs> or maybe we, we should have not. <laughs> <do you think? laughs> so let's start by, um, let, well, we can tell how we met. So it was kind of one of those um, word of mouth, right? So I met Matthew yeah. Wood, who I met through Oasis, and he's a good friend of mine. He was in my mastermind group, and he met you and thought you were amazing, yeah. and that's how we connected. So that's the thing, everybody. Like, here I am in Wisconsin. I meet Matthew through this wisdom site. He's in the UK, and now I'm friends with Lorraine in the UK. It's just such a cool world, isn't it? It's, it's awesome. All right. So why don't we start by telling people what you do? Tell them what you're up to these days, what you're creating. Um, yeah, what I do is I still do my um, my healing work, I'd say sort of clearing work. I like to connect to the source energy, clear out people's baggage. I have an intuition where I can see in people's bodies, feel what's in people's bodies. And um, yeah, just, just clear stuff that's hanging around, be it emotional, physical, spiritual. Um, I also do channeling. I can... You know, it's nice to channel over Skype when I just channel the information from the guide straight into the person's inbox, you know, Skype messenger or um, email. And uh, I'm really having fun playing with the channeling at the moment. So it's all around just creating this place for people to come or to Skype with, just to play in the energy of working with the higher energies, the, the angels, the guides, the God energy. That's where I like to play. That's my fun. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm kind of like that with my podcasting. It's like every time I get to do it, I'm so excited. So yeah. we've worked together and I've experienced yeah. your work. And I can definitely say it's been, you know, it's changed me, okay, in a good way. And it's given me a lot of insight. Um, how how have you, how did you know you could do this? Like, how did you get to this kind of work or play, as we'll call it? I think... Um... I was on a journey. My my mum my mum passed when I was twenty five, and I was I knew there was I know there's no end with spirit. I know that I know where energy and energy moves on, but I think it was a trigger for me to go in and explore. You know, to go and find her. You know, not find her, but no, just get more spiritual. And mm. I think my path led me to all sorts of training, like hypnotherapy, psychotherapy, um, and then I did Reiki, and then I did um, the theta healing. I was just always searching I've been like a little seeker you know I'm always searching and searching uh-huh. for that thing I was looking for and um it was uh it was funny um so I kept on this path from which I come to theta which is an, another modality of healing and I was trained in that and so then I trained that and then a teacher and the more the more I did it the more intuitive I got and the more intuitive I got the more I connected to my guides and the more my guides the more I was channeling and it's just developed over time and um I was on this retreat last week, which was awesome. And there I had this recognition of, in my meditation, I went up and saw my guides and thanked them. And I really felt like I got that to that place where I've been looking for all the time that my mum has been passed. Mm. And in the back of that, I saw my mum. It was like confirmation. I'm, you know, I'm working with the guides. I'm working with the God energy. I'm working in the universal energy. So it's been a, a path, a journey to get to this place because... Yeah, it's just been an unfolding road, really. By by day, this wasn't the work you were doing before, right? No. Like your day job? I, 
my day job to IT. <laughs> it's completely IT. Yeah. I find that ironic. And I, I'm in the same boat as you. I was IT all my life and then started getting these out. But I always had that underlying feeling that there was something more spiritually that I was, you know, called to do. Have you always had that feeling since you were really young or did it just kind of hit like a brick at 25? Um, I think I've always had something that's that I felt there's something I need to be doing. I could never find it. I was always searching. And, you know, I had got married, had kids, got marriage ended, you know, life moved on, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I still kept searching for something. And, um, yeah, at 25, it hit me harder because of, of losing my mum. I was very angry. <laughs> well, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. But, um, I totally you know, get that. I don't understand yeah. the design. I don't like the design, quite frankly. <laughs> I want everyone to stay that I love, you know. Yeah. And I know we're still connected to them up there, but it's like we don't see them physically, do we? So, yeah. I think that's the hardest thing because you want to be, you, you kind of always, people always say, well, they're always around you. They're always with you. They're always watching you. And there have been times where I felt that really strong presence. And then I have times where I just feel very, disconnected and I'm kind of in that place right now and I'm not complaining about it or you know I'm happy with my life but I do feel like there's this giant void between me and the people I felt more connected to um is that normal or do you find that with people I I feel that they're around you and especially if you call their name they're around you I believe Mm. that they would answer a prayer and they would come to you I think if you're not feeling them it's because you're not feeling them they're probably feeling you and it may mm. be that you just need to be a bit calmer or you've had some stresses or you've been too much in grief. Because I know it's like if we're in grief, our energies, our vibrations, to get our vibrations to a good vibration where we can connect to our guides and the God source energy and the, you know, the higher energies. We need to be in a light energy. We need to have a good vibration flow going. We need to be in a good energy. And the more we're in grief or we're shut down or we've got stresses, I feel that sort of energy would harder for you to then feel your 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 ancestors and your your parents that are on the other side that's how I feel it Mm -hmm. so okay so let's do a little practical explanation for people here so let's say that a person is in grief okay so they're really deep in the grief but they want to connect to the person but they're deep in grief how do you like snap out of that enough to get the connection so you can move forward I think uh, I feel sort of stepping out of it is is about remembering the energy, the the spirit energy has gone on. It's, you know, there's lots of work I can do where you just, you know, clear grief, help them to understand where they are and connect Mm -hmm. them. But if if you're there by yourself and you're wanting to connect to your parents, I feel if you just calm, remember that they are there, remember that they haven't died, they've just moved on to a different place. And if you can lighten Mm -hmm. your energy, soften your energy, Find somebody like me that can help you deal with the grief, um, to to help lift the grief and take away the, you know, the, the heavy energy that surrounds that. Um, to know mm-hmm. that you know, they definitely have just moved on. Everything is part of the the wider energy, and it never it never dies. It just moves. You know, I think I did work with you um, through some of that when my dad passed away. A couple of years ago. In fact, I just realized this. Here's a funny or not a funny, an amazing synchronicity. So the day that we're doing this recording happens to be my dad's birthday. Oh, happy and birthday, Dad. It's also 
It's also the two-year anniversary of the show because wow. I intentionally launched it on his birthday, right, the year that he died. So, um, yeah, so I he's with us, I'm sure, somewhere around here. <laughs> I, I am so, I'm so honored that I get your anniversary and I get your dad's birthday. Thank you. I know. It's a big day. It's a big day. Yeah. <laughs> and, in fact, you know, I'd like to actually really encourage people that if if anyone is running like in that state where you just can't, the grief is so heavy, you can't see past it. Working with you with the, the skills that you have can really help. I mean, it's it literally is life changing. I look back over the last, I mean, we've worked together, what, maybe, I don't know, maybe a handful to a dozen of dozen times, somewhere in there. Yeah. I don't know, six yeah. to 10. And the insight that I got every time was just like gave me so much perspective on my life. And I look at who, you know, where I am today in life and where I was two years ago or five years ago. It's been the spiritual journey that's gotten me here, hands down, you you know? Thank you. So I really think that people should work with you because once I ran across you, it was like a whole other level of of learning and experiencing. And do you find that with the people you work with that that you see them change, like there's something significant? Um, Well, thank you very much for the compliment first. (laughs) That was lovely. And it's lovely to work with you. It's lovely to work with you. Um, yes, I do see changes in people. And I think it's like a subtle change. It's not like a bang, it's hit you in the head. But all of a sudden, life changes. And you think, oh, yeah, I am lighter. I am different. I am moving on. And there's been some significant um, things that have passed for people. I know one lady, you know, there's physical things that disappeared and, you know, a lump in somebody's back that was there forever. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a miracle worker, but I think the power of what we, why we create things is very powerful. And then mm-hmm. if we get rid of them, it can change so much. So I've seen some lovely journeys. And, and on my last retreat that I was at, I mean, there were some people that were so reaching a different level because the, it was a spiritual retreat to connect to the, to the higher energies. And they felt so much better. And they said, you know, I wasn't getting it. But after the session, I'm getting it. It's fantastic. And, you know, to have people know that you've just helped a little – a little step on their journey or a big step. It's just been, it's a, it's a, it's a lovely compliment. It's for myself. I feel, I feel in the energy. I feel really good. It is about, I mean, we carry so much, don't we? We put things over our shoulders. We don't deal with things. We, I deal with that later or it's too stressful or, you know, something's happened and you can't cope with it. It's all those things that just can be still stuck in our body somewhere, manifesting something. And it's your body saying, hello, Please heal me. Right. And it's kind of a lifelong practice. So I've been using healing type, you know, natural healing, energy type services for a while now, probably, gosh, like seven or eight years, different kinds, Reiki, channeling, um, theta, the theta, and all different kinds of things. And um, it's a process. It's like peeling back the onion. You know, you have to go, you get, you think, okay, I'm good. I cleared that thing. And then something else pops up. But I I can't even, like, I remember 10 years ago, I was so stuck in anxiety, you know, between I had, like, hypochondria and I had a really stressful life and I didn't, like, know how to deal with all that. So I was just suffering, I guess, for lack of a better word. And yeah. now, even when a stressful period comes along, I can step back and go, okay, let's look at this a new way. Let's talk about, you know, let me think about this. What can I do differently differently? Do I need some help with energy work? 
but there are these resources that I don't have to suffer. I can just go through and get some help or go through and work through them. And I'm not like stuck in it. And that's what I wish people understood. Like you can get unstuck. You can. You can peel that onion and get unstuck. Definitely. I mean, it is. It's like, you know, something else pops up because you've allowed that space. And then eventually we say like in the car on the journey, are we there yet? You know, we'll be there yet when we reach that moment of actually I'm okay no matter what's going on. You know, actually I can Mm -hmm. deal with this in the highest, the best way for everybody involved. And you send out love the best I mean, I've just separated uh, from my husband, but we did it with love. We're still friends. You know, I remember the first breakup I had, it was like, you know, <laughs> enemies at dawn, right. um, fighting and right. arguing. But you can do things, even though they're sad things and they're, you know, they make you, um, they make you sad. You have periods of grief and you have to heal from all these situations. But you can do it in a much lovelier way without carrying more baggage. It's totally about just clear the way so whatever happens in your life you can see the highest view of it and still be happy Mm. that's amazing and i i've experienced that myself and i i was wondering if you could explain for people who might not know like what theta healing is and maybe a little bit about channeling kind of describe those um the way i feel they are is i tap in i go into the theta healing we um the theta brainwave state we have different brain waves and the theta one is just the one we go to before we go to that sleep you know so we're sort of getting into that deep sleep it's like the dream state so we we go quickly to the dream state and then we tap into the the sort of god universal energy and it doesn't matter if you don't have a belief in god or universal energy as long as there's a belief in something that we can use a, a, um, a higher guide or the universe whatever's your belief system because the highest energy is universal, so it doesn't matter what words we use. So I just tap into that energy in the theta brainwave and I ask for the healing or I ask to, to scan your body. So with your permission, I can have a look what's going on. I can pull things out that you didn't even know. And it's symbolism as well. So if there's a dark, um, it's a secret, I, I won't be shown a secret. I'll be given a symbolism or an, an idea or something to muscle test without even knowing I'm, I'm, I say muscle test it means we're testing your body to see that I've, I've found the right the right problem or the right negative thing that's hanging around so um, so when I've, I found that thing using my intuition to find and then we just find out why in briefest of terms and then we just ask for it to go I'll go back to the fetal brainwave I ask for it to go it's really simple it's really quick because I'm up and down in the feet of brainway very quickly. And it's a really good way of releasing. Um, and where I do the channeling, it's your guides are always around you. There's angels. Uh, one of my friends used to say there's so many unemployed angels because they say you need to engage them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a funny statement. But um, there's so many not being asked. I mean, we just have to ask for help. You know, they're there. Just ask. And... I always think about that too. I forget to ask that. I'm like, oh yeah, I've got this like posse here that can do everything. Why am I not asking for help? You know, are there some practices you've developed in your own habits to make sure you're, you know, taking, doing the best you can, like as far as with your guides and angels, like what are some of your habits daily that keep you connected to do your best work? Before I do any session, I'm always connected in um, some time before, just making sure I'm clear because I need to be a clear channel to make sure I'm working 
totally in the environment for that person. So it's about clearing my space. I have daily practices where I do my meditation um, just to keep me clear and keep learning. I keep, I always go to new workshops and things that bring me to a higher, uh, like uh, the one I was in, in, in fact, in the US, in North Carolina, was Paul Selig, and that was all about connecting to the source energy, and that was amazing. And it's like always finding ways that I can always lift my energy. So I'm always lifting my vibration as much as I can, because if I can work from a, a, mm. good, a good vibration, then I'm going to play with that energy more, and I'm, I'm a clearer channel. So it's about keeping clear for that individual, keeping clear all the time, living my my talk, you know. It's like I'm mm. in my new space now, my new home, and I've got a clear home. And it's, if I can walk my talk, you know, and be authentic, living in this vibration, seeing the highest perspective of all my situations, then I can show how others can do that too. If I can do it, they can do it. Everybody can do it. Everybody can do healing. Everybody can connect to that energy. It's in us. It's outside of us. It's everywhere. You know, what you said about um, doing your best work and being in your best space, walking the talk, I think that's something that has been sort of a negative, or not, that's not negative, but there's been this sort of negative um, perception of energy healers over time because that they're deceptive, that they're, you know, they're, they're not walking their talk and that, or that they're shy, you know, what's the right word here? Swindlers. You know what I mean? And I don't yeah. believe that because I do the work myself, but I'm just saying like, I'm glad we're bringing that up about how, you know, as a energy healer and everybody that I know who does this kind of work, I've not, you know, the people in my circle, I haven't seen anybody who doesn't really genuinely do the work for the purpose of betterment of the world. Um, yeah. And I, I know you're one of those people. So I wanted to bring that up because I think people, there's people who haven't used, experienced it, kind of have this skepticism about it or, uh, you know, kind of a fear, you know. Do you ever have to run, do you ever have to deal with that in your particular practice? Or by um, the time they come to you, are they like, I want this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do have people that send, some people sit down and say, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here other people and then when you uh -huh. start doing the work they're, they're good with it and they're happy um I have had some people say you know who are you to to do this work and I just say well I'm not I'm not a healer I'm asking that you know it's the it's the energy that heals but there is a lot of there is a bad press I understand that but I think that the people that are maybe showing the bad press or maybe have got their own things to work to, through too you know there's good doctors mm -hmm. there's bad doctors good nurses there's bad nurses there's good bankers there's bad bankers right. i'm not saying they're bad i'm just saying they've got their own working for their own things they start off with the highest intention you know a doctor that doesn't serve you to your highest good just it's not that he doesn't mean to it means that his training was slightly different or his view is slightly different and it's like you know we have to accept everybody's got their own path and especially i, I think when you go into a right. line of healing your stuff is going to show up you know your if you start right. working in, in, in the line of I'm he, I'm here as a healer, I'm here as a, a facilitator of growth, your stuff will show up. It has to show up to get rid of it. You know, you can't be authentic. Yeah, it's part of our own, yeah, yeah. part of our own journey. You know, actually, you kind of you must have read, you must have like uh, telepathically gotten the next topic on my mind, which was <laughs> um, as a heal as a healer or being in the world of healers, uh, people who are doing healing work. 
I think, why don't we, why can't we just all like clear everybody? You know, why, why can't we just do that? Let's just do that as a, like a collective around the world, clear everybody. And someone I was talking with about that said, well, that wouldn't be right. I mean, obviously you shouldn't do it if people aren't accepting of it, but, um, but the problem with that is that people need to go down their path. They have their path. Some people are supposed to do horrific things or some people are supposed to have trauma. And I'm like, that's a tough one for me because you hear that a lot. People are like, well, that's their path. That's their path. But then why can't we Is that why can't we heal that? Why can't we change that and not have to have all this trauma and badness? So well, do you have a perspective on that? I, I do. I think I've got two perspectives actually on this because I think I feel that one – one side of the thing is if we can engage a person before um, there's something bad that could happen, if we can engage them and and get their lesson taught in a kinder way, wouldn't that be better? So, mm-hmm. you know, there are lessons to be learned, but you can learn from the hard way or you can learn from the easier way. Um, so I think, yeah, the and they say we're all tied up to this collective consciousness that we all sign up to. So, if we can send out vibrations to change everybody's collective consciousness, that we can actually raise the you know the vibration of the planet, awesome. I think we should always give it a go because we we may catch capture some people. You know, there's daily daily downloads that people mm-hmm. sign up to, and it's like they're asking for that belief or that vision. So the more we can collectively gather our energies and raise the vibration, it's got to be a good way of going. It has to be. So. Yeah, I think on one hand, we all got paths and lessons, but if we can learn them in the easier ways, I think we could we could try. There's no harm in putting it out there, is there? I find that so many, myself included at times, um, we get caught up in the negative sort of tide of the of the world right now with so many things coming at us between politics and global warming and, you know, natural disasters and all these different things going on. Um, people get so caught up in that. And do you have some practical advice for people on how to raise their vibration when they get kind of caught in that tide? Um, yes. I always find a way to, f- to, to to lift your vibrations. Now, for me, if I'm seeing a disaster, I will send, you know, I would just sit in my space and send up, uh, God's love and the angels to help them. Everybody's, you know, I'll, I'll ask for everybody's angels to go and help them and the best outcomes and just try ways that you can do anything. I mean, we can't stop the, the land side, but then if you see the truth of it, that it's not real, it's just, I say it's not real, it's really in the physical world, but if you think of those people as spiritual and everything's part of God and things happen for reasons that we don't know and we're not in control, we can't control that. So, I feel we have to let go of the the anxiety attached to it because if we get in the anxiety attached to it, we're not helping anybody. You know, the mm-hmm. only way we can be a place of help is to, to send positivity, is to feel positivity, is to be positive, is to... I can't say we can be jolly about a disaster when somebody's hurt. We can't. Right. But right. we can see the bigger picture that actually we don't know why that happened. We don't know what's the the journey of the earth what's the journey of the people on the earth we don't know we don't know from god's perspective why all these things are happening we just know what our impact can be if we start joining the you know sometimes we're called to action sometimes we have to have a crusade because it's part of our path 
And if that is part of your path, then you'll be called to do it and you'll do it. But if it's not, then I, I feel we just need to send as much positivity as we can, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, asking, seeing it from well, the highest perspective, really. And I think help? you're especially right about sending love because I know, like, let's say I see an accident on the highway, like right away I tap into the sadness or the anxiety or the trauma just naturally. But if I catch myself and go, send them love, put the angels around them, send them love, see them healthy, see them, you know what I mean? See that everything working out. Then I stay up higher and I don't get stuck in that and feed that negative, negative uh, channel. So it does take the effort though. And I think if people give it a try every time they'll see it gets easier and faster to switch over. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes a habit. It becomes a habit. Totally. And that if you can get those habits into all your life, you know, especially if you're opening a bill or you've got, you know, and you can see your finances in a better way. You can see people that, you know, or every area of your life, especially, I mean, when you, you see mm-hmm. it like you're explaining on the road, you can send angels, you can send, send love, you can, and that key raises your vibrations. But every little thing in your life, if you can capture where it's negative, you know, how mm-hmm. do you feel about things? If you can catch that and change it, then that gives you the, the starting point to change your life. I think what people who are skeptics think that that's not living in reality, you know, but it really doesn't change the reality of the thing. Like, okay, using the bill example, okay, you can get a bill, open it up, feel stressed, ruin the rest of your day, be crabby to everybody that you love, um, you know, restless at night. The bill is still there. And then if instead, if I go, okay, I have this bill, what are my action, you know, what are my ideas for how I'm going to pay it? And now move on and like send light to the bills, send light to my bank account, <laughs> send love to everyone around me. It's a whole different, um, the same thing is still there. Reality is still there. It's still getting, it's still got to get paid and it's still going to get paid, but I'm not ruining the day for everyone else around me, including myself. It's, it's so good. It's so good if you can do that because, and then things would, I feel that for me, it's changing. Like if I look at, say, I've just moved into this beautiful house and it needs some you know tough work doing it's like I can see my money in the bank it's oh fantastic I have this money to do these things with or I can think actually I have I got enough for this and this and this and I take it down to the minute details and then I might panic and actually I just keep seeing it as actually I have this money I'm so excited I've got this money that I can do this little this stuff with and who knows it's all going to sort itself out and the rest of the money will just come and everything will get paid. And even if you do get a bill, right now you've got food, you've got hot water, you've got warm, you've got a warm room, you've got sheets, you've got blankets. You know, what have you got? Don't think about what you haven't got. Right. Think about what you have got. Even the bill sitting on the table, well, that's that's perfect because I'll get around to sorting it out. I always do. So this is where right, right. we can just switch it. Right. I would challenge people, if and if anyone listening wants to, um, write, you know, comment about this, but I would challenge people who aren't already doing this. And I, and I feel like I do switch it a lot, but I could do better. So I'm going to jump in on this challenge. But for a week, like just every time, change the story, change the perception. I, in fact, I might even like draw a circle on my hand or something to remind myself, you know, some sort of yeah. reminder or a rubber band or something. Because just a week of that, or if you want to go big, go 28 days, you know, 28 days of not complaining, of not getting it. negative, of not 
jumping into the pool, you know, how life-changing that can be on every level because not only do the does the negative energy permeate everyone around you, <clears throat> it also creates um, a release of hormones and chemicals in our bodies yep. that aren't good for our bodies either. That's true. And that causes more effect, more negativity, and it just keeps women around right. and around and around. But not only when you... Vicious, affect, vicious cycle. It is. And not only when you um, get the negative and it's affecting people, think about when you're in that positive, that also affects people. So the more positive you are about, right. this is a beautiful, bright home and I have plenty of money to do it up. We are welcome. It's full of love. How much love do those people feel? How much love do the people in the street, how many more smiles do you get? You know, I've just noticed me that, you know, I've come out of, a, you know, I've come into a new space and a new way of being and so many lovely people are showing up. So many people are doing good stuff mm. and so many smiles. It's just like, wow, you know, it's really a beautiful world out there if we look in the right places or just be in and the we, right places. I mean, I think it's pretty true that we, we attract the vibration that we send out, you know. Exactly. It's just, it, and it, you have to break the cycle at some point. If it's not a good vibration, you have to like consciously choose to break the cycle and practice a different habit. And pretty soon yeah. they start showing up. I mean, I found the same thing in my life. I'm I'm blown away on a pretty much daily basis by the people showing up. <laughs> and you guys all know some of them because half of them are showing up on the show. So it yeah. is, it's, um, it's a crazy world. I mean, and I think uh, even still at this stage in my life, I still, I still feel like, this sense of wonder, like, you know, like that, like the wonder about the things that happen. And not yeah. that I ha don't have bad days or bad times, because I do. I definitely do. I have to pull myself out of that dark space every so often. But for the most part, if I pause and, and like look up and think about the good things, it goes away pretty quickly. In fact, there's another tip. I read somewhere and I cannot find the article, even with all the power of the internet, but there was a study done that just looking up, literally having our eyes averted upwards, like when we're walking and um, I mean, not like, you know, head tilted back, staring straight up, but just eyes up versus looking down when we walk um, can change our mood completely. Totally. Isn't that crazy? It's mad. <laughs> Just by looking yeah. you know, out, um, especially if you're driving and you're looking right furthest down the distance, you know, so you're in that lovely, soft energy. It's keeping that energy. Yeah, exactly. So much. It just makes you feel so much better if you just keep that vibration. Wake up to a mantra. Wake up, especially for the seven days or the 28-day uh, challenge you've just set for people. If you can say something to remind yourself in the morning, and just to get yourself in that space, it will be a... It'll I just, always say, um, I'm so grateful for another day. I'm so grateful for another day. That's you a know, good one. Because there's so many people that don't get the next day. Yes. And so I'm grateful, no matter what's ahead, <laughs> even on the crazy days. Yeah. <clears throat> um, another thing that I wanted to just delve into briefly was, you know, you've made a pretty significant life change at this stage in your life you know, changing to this healing. I mean, you're still working your day job, but I think, you know, if you move into this more as your intention of doing healing plus uh, life change, moving, getting divorced, like how are, what are some things you've learned through this process of picking up and moving around like that, changing your life? Um, I feel I've come into um, complete alignment of being in the positive energy. 
I was living in a very um, a soup energy, I, I could call it. As much as I, I you know, loved the person I left, it was the the atmosphere in the home was very thick. It was very sort of I could call it soupish. And it, sometimes, like the people out there, it's hard to lift your energy through the through the soup. Um, but but I feel it's like I know to always get to that better vibration. It's like because I recognise when it's not there. So mm-hmm. it's it's recognizing that it's it's a process it's a process that if every day you can be in that moment in that space then every day is going to get better every day you're going to feel nicer every day things are going to show up that are better for you and i think this life change is it's about always be coming from your heart center because even if you're somebody if you're with somebody else in a relationship unless you're 100% authentically you I don't, you know, it's, the, and then you're in a relationship, you, you're not being the true you. So I think for me, it's about, mm-hmm. I never showed up 100% authentic. I probably showed up as I expected somebody wanted me to show up as. And, and that is yeah, my, that, that's an easy thing to do. It, it is, isn't it? You, and then they probably don't want that person because they want the person they wanted at the beginning, but your perception of what you should be changes that. So I take full responsibility for never showing up my authentic me. But I think I'm enjoying right now learning, spending time being the authentic me. And I think that's a lot that I've learned over the last few years about actually until I'm 100% authentic me all the time, not just when I'm doing my healing work, you know, then, you know, then I'm not, you know, you just, then I'm not living my full potential. It's like always knowing how to show up that who are you? who's the real person in there Mm -hmm. we're all unique and we're all different for a reason you know they we're all reiki healers we're all theta healers we're all healer healers we're all channelers but we're not all the same and we're not meant to be the same we're meant to be unique because people that we're going to meet are unique so i think is what i've really learned is actually be seen and show up for the uniqueness that you are and when you can do that 100 percent, i think that's a great lesson yeah (laughs) <laughs> it has been <laughs> yeah i feel good about it i think uh, although um i think it's a it takes a lot of practice to maintain that so i think we're in you and i are in sort of parallel stages in our lives and um i'm finding that it it takes work to continue to hold on to the authentic me like especially in the context of what if i you know, met someone or something like that. How how can I hang on to who I be, who I am, and not fall back in the pattern of trying to be what somebody wants me to be? I mean, even with my kids, I they they don't know who I am. Some days they're like, "Hey, you used to be different. You used to do all this stuff for us, all the you know, or whatever." Yeah. And now I'm like, "Yeah, um, this is this is the who I am now, and and it's all good." But I mean. You, everyone in my life has sort of had to go, okay, who are you now? And then for me to actually hang on to that and not fall back in the old pattern. So do you have any thoughts about that? Um, yes, I, I do agree with you. It is um, when you're coming back to an environment that expect to, you to be a certain way, it's really hard to make those changes. And I think for me, it's subtly I've been pushing my boundaries of actually what do I really like what do I really want to eat do see show up as you know you you get in family habits especially in families that you have quite a way of being and 
and with children and with grandchildren. So it's how do I want to show up? How do I want to be? And I've been pushing out those little ways of being and and being accepted for them because most people affect will does and will accept that you're authentic you because you're showing up happier more alive more joyful Mm -hmm. because you are authentic you and it and trying to maintain that is for me it's like finding a practice that reminds me and reminds me that whenever I feel a a wave of difference it's not 100% authentic or a a negative thought or a negative feeling it's really capture your thoughts and it is constant you know capture what's going on but if you can and you can notice a a feeling change then you know that you're Mm -hmm. not there's something not 100% genuine because you're not feeling it so it's about it's about tapping into those feelings and feeling your way through life because your guidance system if you love to do something you feel really good about it if you love you love this what you're doing and I love my healing so we feel good about it it's what we're meant to be doing and mm-hmm. when we do something else that you know not the day jobs because we know our day jobs are so you know are a good day job serving our purpose um for today and that will change in the future but to so things that we don't like to do that that's not serving our highest good um we need to recognize them and just let them go. So it's, it's yeah, mm-hmm. tapping into those feelings. I feel a lot of times like I'm trying on clothes. You know what I mean? Like, you know how when you go um, and you try on outfits and you go, oh, is this me? I kind of feel like that's what I'm doing right now with just my life in general. Like I went and listened to jazz. I've never done that before. Like, yeah. is this me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like not like it, but it doesn't feel, but I, I, I didn't really, I didn't really, it doesn't feel like me. So that okay. was good insight. Or I'll try stand up paddleboarding. Is this me? Ooh, well, it didn't okay. go really well the first time, <laughs> but I'd like to try it again. You know, so I'm sort of like, I feel like in my life that all the things I'm attempting and trying are sort of like the, the concept of trying on clothes and going, does this feel like me? And it's actually really, really fun and fulfilling. And recognizing when something isn't me is just probably the most exciting of all because then I know I'm really listening. So um, for the people who really are seeking healing and energy healing and for those who are curious about it, um, where can they find you? Um, I'm at Lorraine at LorraineStone.com. So you can either email Lorraine at LorraineStone.com or go onto the website LorraineStone.com. And you can do your services around the world. You can do it any, from anywhere. So anywhere in the world I can work. It's, uh, it's all energy. And lastly, um, what is up ahead for you? Like what are you, what's your next quest for learning and growth? Um, I'm about to rechange all my platforms and all my exteriors that show me to the world. And I'm going to do a lot more channeling and connecting to my guys daily just to see what shows up. I really enjoy the channeling part as well as the healing. I love the healing. I love it all. Um, but mm. I think at an end of the healing, if I just channel some messages for people direct from their guides, or from, it's um, it's kind of nice for them to get confirmation on questions that they want asked. Uh, you know, asked from the highest perspective. You know, because our guides are always serving our highest perspective. So I think that's where I'm going to sort of be deep diving at the moment. Do they? have to have a specific question or can they just say what do my guides want me to know 
Uh, they can do that. They can do anything they wish, really. Um, they can just ask a question um, during the session or at the end of the session. I'll just say, I can connect to your guys. Would you like any questions answered? And I'll type in the answers into the Skype chat so they can see them personally direct to them. Very nice. Well, Lorraine, it's been so great finally having you on the show. I think you were here from the beginning, actually, because we were working together around that time. So you've been with me since the beginning. Yes, and I'm sure I'll be with us. We'll be together for till the end. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, bye. Bye.